STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Oh, yeah. What's this? My mic wasn't working. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what? The, what the hell? I thought, how do I sound? <sighs> hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of STC Pod. This is episode number 88. I'm Joe, and here with me is Bill. And today we had on a very special guest, Eric, also known as Mighty Q Dog. Yeah, Mighty Q, finally uh, finally on the show for uh, Solo to get on the STC pod. That was good times, man. That was awesome. Yeah, long, long overdue. Uh, I wish we had him, had him on sooner, but, you know, we had other people clamoring, and uh, the time was just never seemed to be right to have him on. Yeah, I got a hold of him. Uh, we kind of we couldn't figure out when our record was going to be. We finally decided... And it was going to be, you know, one of these remote Google Hangout things. And it's good to have a guest on when we can do that or else our records are me and you in person and we can't get a guest on uh, when we do those. So super short notice. I just send him a quick note saying, hey, Eric, uh, STC uh, short notice time. You good for tonight? And he got back right away how excited he was to come on. It was great. STC pod needs you, Eric. He, got, he was uh, immediately on time. This The second I said, we're going to start, <laughs> bing, he was there instantly. Had to wait for Joe, but uh, Eric was there right away. And we had a fun, spirited conversation. It was a good, uh, good sit-in. Yeah, sorry, man. I was on buried on Mars time. <laughs> All right. Hey, the little update for our website. I don't know if anyone notices, stcpod.com. You're going to see an Amazon banner at the top. We're getting into that time of year where we got to start, you know, it's like PBS pledge time. Got to start uh, making hay, got to pay the bills for the, the hosting and the mosting and everything else. So one thing we're doing, we put an Amazon link on our webpage. That way uh, we're not begging you guys to give us money, but if you shop at Amazon, why don't you click through that link and that'll, that'll help us out, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know how it works, but if you shop on Amazon, go to STC pod first click on our link use that portal and it doesn't cost you any extra money but it might send something our way we'll get joe a new mustache trimmer or something somebody got to get paid <laughs> and so that yeah that's the update to the website how else can they find us joe well i just wanted to remind everybody they can follow us on twitter at stc pod as well as at AC Decepticon. You can find us on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash start to continue. Bookmark the websites, stcpod.com, as well as angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca. Listen on iTunes under the title search STC Pod, as well as Transformers and Beer. You can find all of our episodes on Podbean, www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, you have to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at www.cartridgeclub.org. As always, a big thank you to everyone for checking us out every Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes. We do a brand new episode every Friday morning? Every Friday morning. 
wow, that is incredible. How do they keep up with that? How do I keep up with that? <laughs> uh, all right. That's pretty much it, right? Let's get on with this. You don't want to miss this one. It's a good one. Eric, mighty Q dog. Joe, hit the thing. Start the play the thing. Get it going. Let's go. Hit play. Do the thing. Silence? You would bring silence to this? Not Joe. Don't throw, don't throw it on me, dude. This is on you. This is your show. No, I got not. nothing. I got nothing. What'd you do today? If you got nothing, why'd you invite Eric on? Well, because I wanted to get this show all mighty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are lazy. <laughs> That's right. I knew I wouldn't have anything to talk about, and you wouldn't bring anything, so we might as well get a dazzling guest on to uh, bump up this show a bit. Wow, we have uh, the mighty Q-Dog, Eric himself. Hello. Thanks for having me on. This is wonderful. I'm thrilled. Oh, it's a long yeah. time coming, my friend. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe we haven't done it sooner. Yeah. Yeah, Melissa, she was on, and she's been holding it over my head, because she was on, I think, episode 50? Yeah. That you guys did? One. Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, well, you showed up, uh, you 69 with us, I think, right? Yes, yes, we, we 69, that's right. <laughs> That was that was great fun too. Yeah, Kevin's going to take that as a drop. Ah, <laughs> I got to be careful about that. Yeah, well, they're always hungry for content because they don't have anything to talk about <laughs> over there. So yeah. sorry for the short notice, Eric. Uh, I just figured out me and Joe are going to do a remote record, and I'm like, well, I hate wasting a remote record and not getting someone else on the line. So. Top of the list. Let's go uh, right to the mighty Q dog. Awesome. With no notice. No. STC yeah. style. So no, yeah, I don't want you to think that I had nothing better to do. No, I changed my plans, shifted some schedules around. Because when those guys, when you guys called me, I'm like, I got to do this. Top of the priority on my end too. That's uh, too much pressure for us for us to handle here. <laughs> Bill, are you saying you need more top of the list than? Uh, than uh, Cartridge Canuck? Yeah, actually, what am I saying? I, I should probably tell the truth, right? Obviously, we had Cartridge ready to go on this one, but uh, the guy wants to take time off to have a baby and stuff, so uh, he left us hanging. Yeah. What kind of decision is that? Yeah, you got you to gotta go with the, uh, with the podcast, I think. New baby <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Oh, well. I Maybe know uh, he'll come on by the end of this. Yeah, we'll see. So what have you been up to today, Eric? Well, it's, uh, I don't know, back to work. Nothing big, just honestly just got home from work, and that, that's that's what I've been doing. Weekend, uh, it's hot. It's hot in uh, Portland right now. We stayed inside. You mean you came home from work, and Melissa had a big giant spread of dinner ready for you, and... The kids brought your slippers to the door. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I I'm lucky if I get a hello when I walk in the door. <laughs> I uh, I often have to yell, hey, you know, hey kids, I'm you know I'm here. Can can anybody see me? Am I invisible again? No, but uh, no, it was it was great. It was great. Do you ever come home and find uh, Melissa just playing video games? Uh, well, it's funny that you asked that because I came home for lunch today because I live pretty close to work and I came home to find her playing, pl 
playing Zelda on the Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. She comes home. Uh, I come home, and she's she's been playing games. Now, to be fair, she doesn't do that a lot, but I like to tease her about uh, you know playing games all day while I'm at work. I zoned out for well, a second sorry. because I'm distracted by that massive amiibo collection right behind <laughs> your head, there, Eric. Yeah, well, you know the amiibos. It's unbelievable. We we did not. <laughs> We did not intend to get into this, but uh, if, that, if that falls down, are you going to be okay? Like you, are going to find you a week later underneath all those things? Yeah, hopefully no one will. It's a little precarious, uh, admittedly. Yeah, I've got them three high now, and the boxes aren't level on top, so they're kind of all arcing forward. It's not going to take much for them all to come down, and and Portland does occasionally have earthquakes, so yeah, they could all come spilling off of there. I have nowhere else to put them. That, that's where they're going to have to go. I know Bill was saying that we should open them all up, and that we may come to that because we're running out of space. What do you have, about 60 up there? Uh, yeah, that's probably close. Uh, I don't want to count it on the air here. Yeah, maybe maybe only 45. I got it in my spreadsheet. I can pull it up and tell you the exact count. <laughs> the information in the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. Got to do the spread. I, I got sick of pawing through boxes trying to find all the stuff I had, so I eventually stuck it in a spreadsheet, and it just kind of grew from there. It's been crazy. I spent so much time uh, just uh, keeping the spreadsheet up to date, you know, and then I do RF generation too. <laughs> yeah. A lot of data entry for a, a, a supposedly uh, fun hobby. <laughs> Nothing fun about video games yep. anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just doing the math in my head, all those Amiibos times, what do you think, $15 each? Oof. Well, Jeez. yeah, I could tell you the price <laughs> there, too. Now, we try to buy them on sale, so they're not 15 but uh, let me uh, I see now you've piqued my interest here. Let me pull it up here. So we've oh, got. I don't think you'd want to know. Sixty-six amiibos. Oh lordy! And I know the price. Uh, yeah, it's. We're not hitting fifteen dollars average, but we're hitting over ten dollars average. Oof! So I'll leave you to that. You can do the math. <laughs> That's a couple steak dinners right there. Oh yeah. You could have paid to fly me out to Portland this fall. <laughs> Well, maybe, yeah, maybe some year we'll we'll start up a fund and everybody will sell their Amiibos to get uh, get you guys a ticket. There you go. We'll do a STC pod Patreon account just to fly us out to this uh, the the convention. That'd be awesome. Any chance? I mean, have you guys ever thought seriously about coming out? Oh, yeah, I thought about it, but just uh, it's it's not in the books financially. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it's a ways, isn't it? Yeah, that's for sure. I'll tell you though, we'd we'd love to come out to Toronto. Uh, I think you'd be slowly disappointed. <laughs> well, we 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 I'm talking to Melissa. Maybe we can. We'll leave the kids with my folks in Chicago, and then we'll head on up. Uh, see if we can see if we can arrange it. Uh, I don't you know, know when have, that'll be. You have to organize it one time with uh, when there's some big convention going on too, so you'd actually have something to do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna get some of those guys. Uh, that guy's uh, Master System games. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's the same. Somebody was telling me it's the same guy every time, but Kevin put up, uh, Buried on Mars put up again a, a shot of some Master System games at uh, Waterloo. And mm -hmm. again, uh, there's all kinds of good stuff in there I'd love to take. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it was the same guy again. Yeah. How much more do you need? Well, a bunch of the ones that he's showing there are, uh, from my perspective, they're imports. So uh, I only need a couple for the U.S. Um, that's actually literally the case. I only need Curtis uh, from Girlfriend Versus uh, picked one of them up for me uh, of the three I needed. So now I only need two of the North American. And then this guy that, that is at your conventions, he's, he's showing a bunch of import, uh, at least to the U.S., their imports. Um, so I'd like to grab some of those. Well, you got another shot. The Berry uh, Game Exchange is August 21st. Yeah. That's the one Haji puts on, and that's getting big. Yeah. Like if, if you just want straight up, uh, you know, game purchasing, no, uh, no panels or any of this other distraction, straight up selling and buying, that's, this is where to go. Yeah. Now, he, he does that twice a year, right? Yep. Is that one twice a year? Is Waterloo twice a year? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's nice. Yeah, all the ones around here are just once a year. Yeah, well, stop in Chicago. You bring me up a pizza from there, <laughs> and uh, then we'll talk from there. All right. Yeah, my uh, when my father-in-law flies in from Chicago, he brings a frozen stuffed uh, Giordano's pizza, which is a place that we really like out there. That's great. That's great. We, we miss the pizza. We definitely miss Chicago pizza out here in Portland. Well, tell you the truth, I'm dying to try one because I've actually never had a deep dish pizza, but it looks like all of my fantasies rolled up into <laughs> bread dough. It's yeah, they're fantastic. Love them, <laughs> love them. Now, definitely for a goof, you guys should uh, figure out a way to get up here for that. For a goof, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll talk to Melissa about it again. But yeah, I think I think we need to get uh, yeah we need to get some stuff in order and arrange it with my folks and stuff like that. But would love to do it. Would love to come out there. We'll see. You, men you mentioned uh, Curtis there, <clears throat> so obviously you know he's out of the one console. How are yeah. you holding up? Well, yeah, I mean one console. I don't know. It's it kind of stinks. I mean, but it, the the good news is that I don't. I don't play a lot of games, uh, it would seem, compared to some other people in the club. Um, I probably only get through half a dozen games a year normally. And so um, I'm tempted to play a bunch of, uh, you know, these. there's all these new games coming out for the new systems, and I've got some old games. And I think absence makes the heart grow fonder. I definitely want to be playing some of that stuff and some of the ones I picked up recently. But honestly, I... It's. I only want to play those for you know the fifteen minute session. You know, just sort of sit down, play a quick you know quick game, and then and then move on. But uh, I've been making do with the cartridge club games. I think if it wasn't for those, um, I, I'd have broken. And then we're traveling, and uh, you know, at the beginning of July, and we typically bring our 3ds's with us. So that's tough too, not to have the portables. But uh, it's it's getting old. I wish I could, you know, sit down and just play whatever. Well, but you I'm going to do whatever you want, Eric. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stick with it as long as I can. I, I've sort of made. I guess I'll admit it here. I've sort of made this, 
goal with myself that I'm going to last at least as long as, as Buried on Mars. So we'll see. If he cracks, if Buried on Mars cracks or Rambox cracks, I'll probably, I'll probably leave the next day. So, <laughs> so we'll see. I, I'm struggling with it. I don't, I don't, it's not very fun. And I'm not hitting any of the games that I thought I would. Uh, you know, I made a big list at the beginning of the year that these are all the games I'm going to try to hit, but I haven't really played any of them. Uh, you're, uh, are you on the 360 or the Xbox One? 360. 360. Yeah. Just a big backlog of 360 games, but I see my PS3 games sitting there teasing me, and, you know, I bought a PS4, like, right at the end of the last year in October. Barely got to play with that at all, and then I'm doing this one console thing, so that was, that was kind of boneheaded to buy that and then have it sit <laughs> under the table, you know. It's but, still joking-ish. Yeah, well, yeah, except it's got probably dust all over it now for lack of use. But, uh, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I want to play that Transformers game, and there's some new stuff coming out. I think, I don't know, I think I saw something today and I and that piqued my interest. And Anyway. That Transformers, it came out for a 360, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I bought it oh, for the PS4. Well, I'll buy it again. Not the first <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose I could do that. I just have so many 360 games I should be playing, and I can't bring myself to play them. Yeah, me too. I got a big backlog of 360 stuff. But yeah, I'm enjoying that uh, PlayStation 3. Oh yeah, boy. That what? What'd you go from zero to three or something? PlayStation threes in the course of a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, I got one for sale. If you're interested, good deal. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've got a few PS3s laying around too. We have. Uh, I convinced Melissa many years ago that uh, if we were going to have a Netflix machine up, you know, we wanted one upstairs in the in the bedroom, and if we were going to have a Netflix machine upstairs, it may as well also be a Blu-ray player. And if it's going to be a Blu-ray player and a Netflix machine, it may as well also be able to play PS3 games. So we got a couple of PS3s, yeah, and the girls are my my kids are always using the one upstairs now. Well, I took the last one uh, to work just to uh, test it out, just to test it, and uh, boy, that was that was good times. That was dangerous because yeah, I felt like uh, leaving it somewhere at work to always have it there. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That could get you in trouble fast, I think. Yep, that's for sure, but. Oh, well, well, you don't have a major. Uh, if you drop out of the challenge, you're you, what? You got to recreate a, a photo from your childhood, right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing, What's nothing that? too dangerous, like uh, like yeah. Kevin. But uh, and Melissa, I think she'll give me a break. She's not gonna. She's not gonna give me anything too too difficult or too too embarrassing. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. Well, I hope she would. Come on. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't I don't know. I don't know that we've I don't know that we've even picked the photo. That that bet is sort of not I guess maybe I should be more worried. It's not really at the top of my concerns for dropping out. I like some people. The bet is not what's motivating me to continue because I'm not We'll see. Uh she should maybe start teasing us with some tweets of potential pictures just to get the interest going again. Well, that's a thought. That's mm -hmm. a thought. I don't know if they're all at my, I don't know if I have, you know, around here, I don't know if I have any good pictures. I think they're all at my folks place. We'll have to, 
we'll have to do some more research when we go out there in July. Is uh, is Joe still with us on this call, or I just I'm see a microphone there? Is that, oh, oh, there he oh, is. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> what were you vacuuming or something? What's no, you on? guys were just talking for a second. I was just listening, enjoying oh, the conversation. God. How is that? Uh, how's that sleep uh, clinic appointment going? <laughs> oh, very well. <laughs> when when can we look forward to some results? Uh, I don't know. No one cares, buddy. <laughs> Actually, wasn't there like a whole Twitter thing? Yeah, there was like a intervention going on, and yeah. Haji, I think Haji was leading it, and uh, it was appreciated. But yeah, I just don't have the time right now to uh, to do it, and I'll get around to it. Add you it to the, the list, time. man. Just add it to add it to the list of things I have to do in my life right now. Mm. Hmm. Spent all day today pressure washing the fence, so I'm not even done. And then that's just that's a drop in the bucket with everything else I got to do. Pressure washing the fence. You know how I deal with that? I don't pressure wash the fence. It just I let it go. The fence is the fence. The fence is the fence. And then it turns black on you. And it looks like garbage. Black? No, it doesn't turn black. Yeah. It's wood. It's normal wood. Wood you fence. Even, you don't even use your backyard anyway, so there's no point for you. You don't even have grass in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm fighting with the grass. Yeah, It'll come around. What you threw down? What'd you throw down instead of new grass? New what back? do you mean? You threw Grassy. down wood chips all over. Oh well, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, mulch. Your big fu to the grass. You're not going to go grass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fu. I'm going to put down mulch all over. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Uh, you're the, it's the, rough, man. You're the poster child of laziness. Okay. Let's not get off you in this doctor business here. <laughs> what what you said is ridiculous. It's like, hey, you need a triple bypass. Oh, I got no time. I got fences to wash. That's life. <laughs> yeah, that's life-threatening. Believe it. This is life-threatening. I've seen you drive. Anyways, but come on, Joe. All right, Eric, we, don't, we didn't bring Eric on to talk about this. Come on. Oh, this is exactly what Eric came on to hear. Let's talk yeah. about Eric's lack of purchases for the month of May. Oh, yeah. I was sorely disappointed in your video there that you put out. Uh-oh. Yeah. Do I not enough, uh, not enough content? Not enough numbers on the spreadsheet at the end. No. no. I know, and Curtis, Curtis busts my chops about not getting enough Super Nintendo games and not this time, but but generally. You can't get any because he has them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was a pretty it was a pretty unevent. I don't know, I don't know, I didn't know what we were gonna do until the end of the month. I'm like, Melissa, we got like three items here. I don't know if we're even gonna be able to do a video. Um, but uh, pulled out a couple of good uh, purchases. I'm excited about at the end there. So. Whew. I you know I hope I don't want to I don't want to think I don't want to know and I don't want to think that uh, just putting these videos out is 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 affecting my uh, my purchasing I don't want to be I don't want to be getting into that you know where I feel compelled to buy something just to make a video but uh, no, you're right you shouldn't no just buy what you need and that's it yeah yeah so yeah my brother gave me some stuff to trade in so uh, it worked out well hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah it's a killer. 
I had uh, I had a little bit of that going on today. I actually I p- paid uh, full blown retail for a video game. Oh yeah. I paid full retail for a game. Double digits. <sighs> I wasn't I'm not used to it. I don't like it, but uh, the time to buy is when you see it. So yeah. I uh, I had to do it. But it was like you. It was with trade. So it was, I had a nice bank account of uh, trade with this store. So I picked up uh, Star Fox 64 and it was uh, 40 bucks. Now, is this the the N64 version or the 3DS? Yep. Yep, the N64. Nice. So just loose for 40 bucks, which is really expensive, I thought. But I was in there and I started uh, talking to them about you know, what they have, and I have been building up a little trade balance with them. It's probably around $100 from bringing in a couple stacks here and there of stuff I couldn't sell on Gigi and just slowly building this thing up. Mm-hmm. And they have, uh, like, three trophy cabinets of games all behind glass where the prices are up a bit more, like your Genesis and Master System and Nintendo Super 64... And then they have another trophy case that's all the really good good stuff like, you know, Mega Man X or any of the heavy hitters are in there. Like anything over $45, let's say, would be in this third trophy case. And anything over $45 had like a red sticker on it. And it says any item with a red sticker, you can't use trade towards picking it up. Oh, come on. <laughs> Give me a break. So, you know, I was okay with that going into, you know, building up this trade credit. I knew that going in. But then she had also said there's a sale on all of the other, like, disc-based games. Buy two, get one free. But you couldn't use trade to get that deal. It had to be cash only. So then I started asking, like, why, why am I building up this trade with you guys? Like, what, am I going to get handcuffed where I can't use it anywhere. And she's like, well, if you came in with something good and you want to do a straight up trade for something in the cabinet, then we could probably do something, even though it's got a red sticker, but we don't know what you brought in to build up this hundred dollars. So it does, it's not fair to us to sell you a heavy hitter for God knows whatever you brought in. I'm like, well, yeah, money is money, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I, they just want the the ultimate best of both worlds. They totally want to be on the winning side, the uh, Vegas odds or something. So I saw that Star Fox 64. It was $40. It was too much in my opinion, but uh, I guess I got to start using up that trade stuff. And I knew probably next week they'd put a red sticker on it and I wouldn't get it anyway. So what the hell? Let's pick that up. So that was my big purchase from them. What do you think about that? Is that is that fair for the customer, do you think, to have these trade restrictions? Well, no, I I wouldn't like that. I mean, the, the, what the, what you said was that they, they, they said, well, it's not fair to us if you bring in a bunch of, what, bulk common games or something like that, and then, you know, you yeah. use it to buy something primo. Well, yep. that's where the trade-in credit value is used to balance this out. It, you... If I built up $40 in trade credit by bringing in 40 crummy games, 
that you gave me a dollar for. That's how they that's how they they tweak it in their favor, right? Not not by restricting what you can buy with it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. If, if you're totally. bringing in garbage, then they should pay you pennies or whatever in trading credit. Um, that's how you work that out. So uh, no, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that that approach. And I would have done what you. I don't like carrying credit at these stores anyway because either I don't know if it's a mom and pop shop, they might go out of business anytime, or or they they start pulling these kinds of restrictions on you. So I don't know, man. I yeah, I really couldn't believe it when they did it with the disc-based games. It just didn't make sense. Are you going to start bringing stuff into them? Um, you probably I don't should, know. Right? I would just I re- throw it up on Kijiji and eBay like you do and just let it sit there. Eventually, they'll get a bite. <clears throat> uh, some stuff just doesn't move after a while. And they do offer generous trade value back. But they also sell stuff at an inflated price. So even though your trade uh, value back to you is generous, it's because to trade that in on one of their games, you'd have to spend more than what you would normally maybe on Kijiji or out in the auction world. But um, they do still allow uh, your trade balance to be used on consoles. So there's, should I build towards you know, like a Sega Saturn or a Sega CD or a Dreamcast or something. I don't know. That's strategy I'm, I'm thinking of. Or are they going to be red-circled at some point? Yeah, it's kind does of a little dice. Does your crummy stores do that, Joe? Out in, uh, you know, that store you hate? Oh, uh, the Pickering store. Um <laughs> I don't know if they've got a, 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 a thing where they can you can build up value with them. I don't think they, they work that way. But uh, nothing is like specifically red or yellow sticker or anything like that. I know that much. But the prices are certainly inflated. So it's a it's a, it's a they have themselves classified as a, a premium place to buy premium games, pretty much. Well, yeah, this place too. You know, they brag about the quality of their games, and they they do have quality stuff. Their discs all look perfect and everything. They have great carts, and they uh, they're super nice people. I love them to deal with. They're super nice, but oh, I just found that crazy. You know, it's like a bank saying you can deposit your money with us, but you know, depends where you want to spend it. Yeah, pretty much. Makes you want to get out of buying video games. What would a Star Fox 64 be going for in Portland, Eric? Eric, I don't know. I was wondering that. Uh, I haven't been in the market for one for a while. Um, that might be about. That might be about right. It might be a little. I don't know. My first impression was it was a little bit maybe on the high side, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if that's the Canadian dollar exchange rate or or what. But it's probably about right. And N64 games, I think, generally are climbing, aren't they? Yeah, they are here. So yeah, I don't know. I and I did, that. I did ask them to lower the price too. By the way, for the record, you know, I had to because it's forty dollars. And uh, she uh, she looked it up. She saw if there was wiggle room, and she said, "No, it's going between thirty and thirty-five." So where are you looking these up? Because uh, when I looked up in Price Charter, they were all around twenty bucks. She goes, oh, oh really? Okay. 
looking it up on eBay. Like, okay, so you can't even argue. You can't argue any further than that because if you say, "Well, it's really I'm seeing twenty dollars on eBay," then they just say, "Oh yeah, but add in shipping and exchange and your time and all that, it equals our price." <laughs> and they have a point. Anyways, that's why it's good times going to the game swaps. Oh yeah. No luck finding it there. Where had you been looking for the game before uh, you went and bought it? Uh, kind of, it's off in the corner of my mind. It wasn't, it wasn't a hard search. It was just okay. off the corner of my mind. I think I probably saw it there, but I didn't, I didn't pull the trigger. I'm, if I was buying this cash in the store, I'd never spend that much money. It's just because I had it in trade. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And the, through our conversation about what trade is being used for, it just kind of pushed me into into starting to use it. So yeah, I would I would have done the same thing. And you know when I I don't I don't want to get back to my spreadsheet necessarily, but when you know when I do stuff like that, the cost I consider to myself is the cost of the uh, what I paid for the stuff I traded in. You know, so if I had forty dollars in trade in credit and that stuff I ended up getting only for twenty bucks, then I consider that I got the game for twenty. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So I always feel a little better about it than than I would if I, you know, I, my store sounds similar, right? They 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 look at price charting and then they add twenty percent to the price. Mm-hmm. So I go into this store, you know, that I I went into at the end of May, and I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, all these prices are way too high. There's no way I'd buy this stuff in cash. I I only use the trade in credit. What other information do you got on that spreadsheet that uh, you don't usually put out on your videos? Oh, um, I try not to mention prices on my videos too much. Um, I, I'm sure I have occasionally, but I don't know. Well, is that what you meant? Like what other? Well, like you got like purchase date. Uh, yeah. You know, do you got like completion date or anything like that, or where I did, you got yeah. from and? Yeah, I uh, I put um, I put purchase dates. I've got whether I've got the manuals, the box, whether I've made cases for it, uh, the, when I completed it. Uh, we always used to keep track between my brothers and I of uh, which one of us beat the game first. So I also have a record of who beat it first and when that was, and then when I beat it. Um, comments Another about sound the drop. <laughs> Man, I got to be more careful. Um, and uh, comments about it, yeah. And I go through it, you know, every now and then, and I look up and I say, oh, let's see if I won any game on this date, and I'll tweet it out. And I don't know if people care about that stuff, but it always amuses me to check. You know, 15 years ago today, I was playing this game, and I completed it. Um, and I have Your price. spreadsheet has, like, 40 columns, 50 columns. Who says? Your spreadsheet. Oh, Just yeah. Have 50 columns of them. Yeah, there. yeah. And I have a summary page that tells me what I paid for everything and how many games I bought each year. And I can I can enter in a year in one of the rows and I can say, so for example, I can plug in like 2012 and it'll show me all the games I bought in 2012 and how many games I had I in each system that. up to that point. And it's, See, I just, I'm only using the RF generation and I wish it had a couple of those little tweaks in it. Yeah. Like R- the I money like RF- stuff, how much you spent... And yeah. uh, I wish I could like look up what did I buy for the last month and just look up last month's stuff. I don't think it has that, right? I don't know. If, no, I don't know. If, my, my spreadsheet, you probably can't do that either. It really should be in a database where you could do those kinds of queries. But 
I'm not sophisticated enough to set. Maybe I'll ask Dean or somebody, Round 2 Gaming. Set me up a database. We can all, Cartridge Club database. We can all put our stuff in there. Custom searches. Oh, that'd be going to war with the RF, I think. No. That's a good idea, though. Why doesn't the Cartridge Club have their own, you know, record-keeping database <laughs> just for the club? I don't know. Dean's probably uh, cursing us right now. Dean, why don't you get on that for us, please? <laughs> and make it usable for anybody who has an Apple product, unlike RF Generation. <laughs> oh, does RF not have an Apple, uh, an app for the uh, iPhone? Nope. Oh, not that man. I can find, so they suck. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. That that would be uh, that would be a deal breaker. Yeah. I'm sure it's Apple that's made it difficult for them. Knowing Apple. Whose side are you on? <laughs> the non-Apple side. It's ridiculous. <sighs> hmm. By the way, thanks for. Uh, I think it was you, Bill, in one of your tweets. You. You used the tag Droidcast at one point. <laughs> Trying try to get that out there. See if we can get some momentum behind that. I don't know if you remember, I tried to change this uh, the podcast name very early on on the STC, but it, it didn't catch on. I hated using the, the pod name as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I still I still tag. I don't know. I mean, do you guys, is it is it is it officially STC pod now? Has start to continue... Uh, yeah, the official the, the official brand is STC Pod. Okay. I still tag my videos with I put both in because I don't know, so I put Start to Continue and STC Pod. Yeah, well, they're both still it's STC Pod, the Start to Continue podcast. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go. How was your uh, your magical trip marathoning through all the old STC episodes? Thank you for doing that. We can't believe you. Managed oh, that it. was that was fantastic. I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually, I, I stopped doing it because I got to the part where I originally listened to you guys and then I just kept going. I'm, I'm actually still, I, I, I started listening. I'm on, I'm actually on episode 38 again. Um, that's the one where you guys talk about your, uh, I was listening to it earlier. That's where you talk about your um, best soundtracks and movies that aren't musicals. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. It's great. It's great. You guys, yeah, I love I love listening to you guys. Yeah, whenever we hear someone's doing that, Joe always says how awful those early episodes must have been, uh, the the ones and twos up into the, well, probably to the 20s, Joe. Is that no. when you think we finally got it? <laughs> how, what were those early, early episodes like? Are they pretty cavemanish? No, I, I, I don't, look, I'll tell you this, this in all honesty. When I, when I started listening to you guys, it was sometime in the 30s, and you've got this great rapport, right, this great back and forth, and that's what Cartridge uh, uh, Brothers P1 noted too, right? You guys had that in, like, the first episode. It's just like listening to a conversation. It's great. No, I think they're great. I, I like them all. I can't tell. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this will come off the wrong way. You guys haven't improved at all. <laughs> you've been great the whole way. No, that, that was a joke, right? But, no, you guys have been great the whole time. I like I like them all. I love them. Thank I'm you. always just way too critical of things, so that's why I uh, I cringe when I think of the earlier ones. But <laughs> it's like anything else. You started off. It's, there's going to be rough patches, but uh, hey, if you say we're great, then I'll take no, that. I, yeah, I think it's great. The whole the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Hear that's that, a, Bill? I'm great. 
<laughs> wow. You are the superstar, my friend. Superstar, yeah. So, um, any other, we want to thank... Uh, uh, other, hold on, hold on, I'm yeah. talking. Oh, oh, respect. Any other podcasts are you listening to at the moment? Have you, uh, have you checked out Pam's Media Mavens podcast? You know, uh, I haven't. Melissa has. Um, I've been meaning to, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to try it out because I think they talk about TV shows or something that I have never watched. There was something that scared me off of, of, of listening to them. I can't remember if they were talking about Game of Thrones or if they were talking about uh, some other show. I know they've been talking about the 100, but I haven't caught it yet. I was going to wait for a few more to buffer up, and then I was going to try to try to binge listen to them. But uh, no, so I haven't done Media Mavens. Uh, Melissa has, and outside of sort of the standard, I'm buffering up some NARC podcasts, season three. I'm waiting for a few more of those to come out. And uh, I've been, I kind of listen to the three uh, or four, I think it's, yeah, the four main ones that I listen to are the Cartridge Club, you know, Game of the Month and Retro Fandango and you guys and uh, Leftover Bits, which I also finished their latest one, I think, uh, earlier today or, or yesterday. And then I went back to listening, re-listening to you guys, your old ones. Yeah, I really enjoy the Leftovers. Um, yeah, well, you shouldn't be scared about... Uh checking out uh, the Media Mavens uh, podcast. Um, what Pam is with did, this heavy push? Pam did scare Bill the first time that he met her at the, <laughs> the, Barry, the Barry Game Exchange earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they've ironed it out since uh, since they met again when Dean came down here. And then, yep. uh, you know, I think they actually had a conversation at the uh, Waterloo Game uh, swap a few weeks ago. Hmm. Is that right, Bill? Eric, you see through all this the <laughs> shtick he puts on, right? Yeah, you guys crack me up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is, but I know there's, yeah. Uh, At least I'm going. I'm going. I'm not afraid to talk to people. That's I, the thing. I couldn't go to Proof the last is in one. The pudding. I will be at the Barry one. The next one. Eric, when you first heard the real estate excuse what, what went through your head <laughs> <laughs> well i know joe's been given a hard time about the real estate thing but uh, here, here's how i view it so you know yes the real estate agent set up a movie but 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 you know if you, you make a commitment to your kids you know regardless of what it is right you know i made a mistake earlier today talking about milkshakes you make a commitment to your kids, and then they they they'll they'll remember it, man. They'll come after you if you if you try to back out of that. But uh, but um, it is amusing to me that uh, that this well, is uh, the real estate uh, agent theater thing is 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 not something I'm familiar with. You just you just made a perfect point there. Bill is a big kid, and I had promised him I would go, and then I <laughs> reneged due to other kids in my life, and uh, Bill's taken it to me. Well. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, you, it's I don't know. It's a tough. It's a tough situation. You know, you got your family obligations, and then you're. Uh, of course, I admitted earlier that as soon as you guys called me up to be on this podcast, I cast my family aside, and uh, and ran straight in here to to be on this uh, be on this episode. So, I'm one to talk. You know. Well, that's you know your priorities. 
Yeah, the kids will be there. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's right. They'll, they'll be there when I. Uh, they'll be there. I get out of here. Um, but uh, I'll tell you this: Joe, it would be tough for me to uh, miss an expo or something like that. Uh, so. Oof, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely would have a hard time having to turn down uh, Waterloo or whatever to uh, go see uh, a- Angry Birds too. That's nothing. That's one of those things where you you know the parents are taking it taking taking a bullet for the kids, right? And that's not a movie I'd want to sit through. Yeah, and he had a free ride the whole way there if he went to Waterloo. Can you believe that free wow, ride? Yeah. Are you done? Uh, are you done flogging the media mavens? show now joe can i move on yes you may continue <laughs> i i don't i don't think she's inviting you on dude like you snubbed her so uh, in person so i don't see why you're not going to get that invite man anyways how many podcasts do you have to be on now really cartridge club something about shelves now this is basically why i had to get eric on this show right now because i didn't want him get all wasted on this shelf business Oh I, yeah, I I I told uh, I told those guys yeah. Yeah, you'll be on, Eric. Don't worry. I want to talk. I want to talk about shelves. That's why we're not talking about it right now. All right, we'll 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 delay that conversation. Well, I did want to take a minute and thank our guest for sitting in last week, which was uh, Kyle from Game Time with Kyle. That was good times. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was pretty good uh, riding on the show with us. Sticking some jabs in here and there, helping me out with Joe. So that was fun. Uh, we talked, uh, what did we talk? Waterloo Game Swap. I actually forgot some some stories from the Waterloo Game Swap. I don't know if you're, you want to indulge any any further. Yeah, I do. I'd love to hear him. Where does Joe go? Where, <laughs> what is this now? I'm right here, dude. What? Stay in the camera. All I see is your big monster mic and nothing around you. Thanks. Holy man. Yes, indulge us with your uh, story that you forgot. What would you say? Show? Story. uh, It's more Waterloo. uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Well, some videos came out, and I got to appear on some videos, so I appreciate uh, people allowing me their their video time in their their, uh, YouTube channels. And uh, you saw some negotiating, I guess. All that. It didn't turn out too bad. I don't think I came off too big of a jerk. But there was another negotiation that happened near the end of the show. It'll, it'll involve someone who can remain nameless. But uh, there was some, I don't know what you call it, uh, deal cock blocking going on right at the end. Um, which uh, I might as well talk about. Uh, at these shows, uh, and this person has been known to get this kind of deal at other shows with a bunch of other people that we know. You know, some people probably chime in later and say, oh, yeah, I remember when uh, we set this deal up. You know, you'll be at a table setting up a bundle, and your buddy will be beside you, and he's got his one game or whatever, and you turn to him and go, ah, you know what? How about you throw that game in, too, on the deal? The vendors always go, well, yeah, of course, no problem. This guy's, uh, he's uh, got away with that deal several times, you know, get a free game here or there by the generosity of the person negotiating this big bundle. So, happened at this Waterloo swap, 
I told uh, I told this person, you know what? It's near the end here. There's a whole table at the back. It's full of NES carts, and every bin is five dollars. Like every cart in the bin is five dollars. So I'd be in like four bins of carts, five dollars each, which is a great deal. And uh, he was avoiding that whole table because he doesn't like those dudes. Joe, it's those idiots that put all of their uh, giant wad of cash under the uh, glass. Yep. <clears throat> you know, like, look at me. Look at all the money you can get from me. And it just comes off really, really douchey. And I don't like dealing with them either. But they had these four, four tubs worth of uh, $5 cards. So I send my good friend over there. You should check this out. There's a bunch there. And he goes through. It's like, holy shit, look at this. Boom, 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 boom. It was, uh, how many did he pick out? What's uh, four? Yeah, he picked out four, right? Four carts for 20 bucks. And he wasn't even going to, like, get a cheaper deal or ask for anything cheaper. He's like, oh, I got four right here. And that's when I happened to saunter over and I see something. It was Hogan's Alley, which I, I remember going to a friend's house and playing that when I was a kid. And I loved it because it's another Zapper game. And uh, I rarely got to play it when I was a kid, but I remember loving it because you get to shoot things other than like Duck Hunt game. But it's a, it's a super cheap common game, as you know. So I pick that out, and I go, uh, as, as my friend is saying, well, I got four, that's 20, right? And I said, well, here, you might want to throw this on here, uh, throw this on, on the deal as a freebie. And he looks at it, and he goes, to the dealer, no thanks, I already got that one. And the dealer was about to go, yeah, take it. And he goes, no, I already got that one. So I'm like, I don't think you do have this one. I think that's a different one you're thinking of. Why don't you just add this to the deal? No. Nope. No thanks. Here's my twenty, and yeah, that's that. I I was left there standing there. <laughs> now, now, it would have been cool to get that game, you know, for free because I'd play it for two seconds, right? And that would be it. Just a little nostalgia bump. I I didn't really want to pay cash for, it, but it would have, you know, no harm, no foul to throw it in on this bundle. Didn't happen. He said he already had that game. <laughs> it's uh, big of you not to mention Kevin's name through all of it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying who it is. Yeah. I, I never I'm, said that you said it was Kevin's name. I'm just saying this person has benefited from this kind of bundle in the past. I've witnessed it. I've been a part of it. And when I came to take advantage of it, it was I already got that game. Hmm. Okay. Now, That's how it is. Now, so do you think, I mean, this person, he or she, do you think he or she knew? Were they catching on to what you were doing and they just did it out of spite? No, I already got it. Or do they have no idea what, what you were trying to achieve? I don't know. I don't know. It seemed pretty, uh, yeah. Come on. Pretty, pretty yeah. That's, well, well. That's a major cock block. Yeah, that's that stinks. Yeah. Would and you say that's uh, it's not very bro code ish, is it? There's no bro code on that. Holy mackerel! Mm -hmm. And when I first uh, said that to the dealer, I'm like, "Hey, why don't you throw this on for uh, add this one for free?" The dealer at the end of the day is 
eyebrows went up like, mm, yeah, I guess. And then this person said, I already got that one. And argued with me for about five minutes how he did not have that one. But yes, he did. And then that was it. So I didn't pick that up. I Then at that point, I didn't want to buy it because I was so I was spitefully mad. So because I, you know, lost. I lost that deal. So I couldn't buy it. And that's what happened. Surely you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't do anything like that, would you, Eric? Nope, no, never. I I honor the try to honor the bro code there. Looking out for uh, like I said that prior tables, you'll see him standing there with his. He just hey, why don't you throw that on the deal? No problem. That's just the way it is. Well, I think now you know the answer. Uh, next time is uh, oh, I already have that game. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't want to encourage any uh, any. Uh, Spitefulness in the, in the amongst the club here. Uh, it's all it's all fun and games. Yeah, Rob's just having fun. It's good times. But that's how my show ended. That <laughs> <day>. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, nice job on that. Uh, what was it, Ico for the PS2? Yep. That was great. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I gonna have to try that trick of the. Uh, you know, empty in the pockets. This is all I got. I didn't like having to go there, but yeah. you can take it or you can take nothing. What's it going to be? <laughs> I've poor guy. I worked him for a long time going back and forth to his table. And, uh, and then Kevin came up with the camera to document it all and put him under the gun. Yeah. I felt bad for him, but $10 is not, that's still a fair offer for that game. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not crazy. Should be uh, should be five dollar game. Oh. They all should be. They should all they should all be five dollar. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy what's going on out there. When you get to these uh, these kind of game swappy places, Eric, do you get it in your mind like on a I'm not going to go over this price for anything kind of thing? <laughs> no, I don't have that much discipline. No, eh? I set two tiers. I set the the price that I I don't want to go over. And then I set the, I guess, the tier of this is how much cash I have. And uh, almost uh, more often than not, I go, I end up going above what I wanted to spend. Um, but obviously not more than the amount of cash I have on me. I don't go to ATMs or pick up more cash. So whatever cash I bring, uh, I bring a little extra buffer. It's probably 20% higher than my uh my total because I, you never know when there's going to be that, that really desirable item that you, you don't see until the end. And it's like, I do not want to walk away from this because you just do not see this, but no, I'm not very disciplined. I almost always go over budget. And if there's a heavy hitter, you're going to make a run for it. Uh, yeah. Occasionally, you know, like, uh, I, I, I'm getting better. I know the first expos I went to, you know, like, uh, yeah, I saw what I considered a heavy hitter. Uh, the first time I went to PRGE, the last day I saw a uh, bottom, uh, one of the front loader uh, Sega CDs, the ones that sits underneath the Model 1 Sega CD, right at the end of the show. And I'm like, yeah, I have to have that. That put me that put me a bit over. But, but uh, I, I, yeah, I always want to have that emergency buffer just in case there's a heavy hitter there that I, I don't want to walk away from. But no, I don't... Uh, 
I know Mrs. Q-Dog always comes to the shows with you for the most yeah. part. Um, have you guys ever had like a blowout over a, a purchase that one of you has disagreed on, like that you guys didn't need or anything like that? You know, not really. She's really good about, about, um, about that kind of stuff. I mean, no, she's, she's not at, not at the expos. I mean, she'll, you know, she'll be upset or whatever that I go over budget and, uh, but um, no, actually, I guess that's the short answer. She's she's been pretty good about that kind of stuff. And of course, she's never bought anything that I disagree with. I mean, well, I mean, she bought Clue for the Genesis, which I like to tease her about because uh, I, I don't care about a board game on the Genesis. But uh, that was a couple of bucks, so that wasn't a big deal. But no, she's she's pretty good about it. And she, it helps. I'll tell you what, it helps, you know, that we do this together and that she's on our YouTube channel because she's kind of getting into it. And she always yeah. liked video games. She was always, I mean, I knew that in college when I met her, you know, I think, I can't remember if we talked about this story or not on our nostalgia video. I think maybe, you know, she was playing Doom when I, you know, when I first met her, she'd come by and she'd play Doom on the PC. So, I mean, she's always been in a game. So that, that was, that was probably one of the reasons where, you know, we got together. All right. This is where I want to go. College stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. There's nothing, nothing interesting or juicy. Just yeah, we played, we played Doom together in college. What? Well, come on. <laughs> You're going over to her dorm room. Bill, Doom is code word for something. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. It's literally the PC game Doom. No, she'd come over. No, she'd come over to my room. She didn't have a PC, so she came over. And sit there and play doom and i can't remember if there was something else she liked to play yeah but we don't have any luck when we talk to people about college stories uh <laughs> nothing going on here nothing going on when i started to inquire to uh enzy about his uh schooling experience that stopped after one sentence yeah you got scared off immediately <laughs> yeah i'll bet enzy has better stories than i do i don't know Come oh, on, Aaron. I don't know. You I got know. the lady alone in the room with you, hot PC glowing in the dark. <laughs> yeah, strangely, that that didn't that didn't uh, put anybody in the mood. Just playing Doom <laughs> does not put people in a an amorous uh, state of mind, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, you know, it's not. There's nothing interesting. Yeah, we lived in the same dorm, and we had roommates, and. I don't know. It was boring. Oh, how many, what year of college was it that you two uh, got together? Was it early on or near the end? Or? No, I, I met her my sophomore year towards the beginning of the year. And I think by the end of the year, summertime, um, we were, you could say we were officially dating at that point. So I'd say maybe I knew her for about, you know, 10 months, nine months or something like that. So yeah, I met her sophomore year and then we were together all through college and then she graduated. I graduated. I moved to Oregon, got a job and then I asked her to marry me and she moved out here and then we moved to Pittsburgh for a while and then we moved back to, to Oregon and that's where we've been ever since. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Pretty, pretty run of the mill. Well, no, yeah, 
you're leaving out big gaps there. I think. <laughs> well, gaps. I don't know. I, I don't know. There's really nothing, nothing interesting. We met in college. We stayed <laughs> together, and we got jobs, and then we got married, had kids. Well, tell us more about too. his uh, sexual exploits on the farm. That's way more interesting. Bill, <laughs> well, take it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go, honey, for a long walk in the farmer's fields. See what happens. You may or may not come out alive. Wow. There's certainly no killer stories like Joe and his, uh, his barn parties. And Lindsay, oh, if yeah. I recall. There was the girl called Lindsay. You had it right the first time. Well, that's what is Mrs. Q Dog doing tonight? You got her uh, saddled down with the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, I, you know, I came home. I, I said, hey, look, I need, uh, I'm going to need some time to, to do this podcast. Uh, you're going to take care of the kids, feed them dinner. I think they probably just finished up dinner. And uh, she'll be putting them to bed shortly. Uh, and then that's that's it. We'll we'll do our normal routine. Uh, feed the kids, get them ready for bed, put them to bed, clean up the kitchen, and then uh, catch up on YouTube. Catch up that, on YouTube. That's my ideal. Uh, that's my ideal Monday evening. I think is uh, taking it easy, uh, coming off the weekend like to ease back into the week. So pretty much we uh, catch up on YouTube or Netflix or something on Monday nights. Now we do that Tuesday through Friday also, but uh, I'll just keep that between you, me, and the, the walls here. Yeah, I'll come there. What's, what's your big uh, romantic move when you want to get things moving? Can't be YouTube still. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. I don't know or if I want to give the, away my moves here. You know. Yeah, I want to hear about it. <laughs> or is that uh, when when Mars Radio comes on? That's when things get things get. Really oh yeah, Mars. Yeah, he hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, that. Yeah, Melissa loves Mars Radio. That wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I don't know, Bill. I mean, we got you know we got three kids. I, honestly, you know, if we're still up at ten o'clock, that's 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 a pretty good start. Uh, I hear that. <clears throat> well, I I do want to say like you guys put have a YouTube channel uh, under Mighty Q Dog, yeah, and you have a weekly vlog limited to five minutes, and uh, you know it's we watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. Me and Joe, <clears throat> I'm saying at work, and I gotta say we are anxiously anticipating that weekly vlog from you guys it is oh thank you the highlight of the week and I, i'm not saying that to butter you up you know <laughs> it's it's true we really look forward to that i don't know what it is you guys just have a natural uh on-air charm and presence that uh it, we really look forward to it and enjoy oh it. thank you thank that's nice of you to say i i uh i don't see it myself um but uh but thank you uh, I'll attribute all of that to Melissa, her natural charm. I do get upset when you're late a couple times, but uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. we're trying yeah. not to promise. Like uh, you guys, you guys are dead on with your, you know, with your release, and that's something that uh, I know you guys try to keep a strict schedule to. That was not something I ever wanted to do. Was try to promise uh, 
a strict schedule, but we do try to keep that to Tuesday. Obviously, sometimes we started doing it on Monday, and then we thought, you know, J Rock was doing his vlog for a long time on Mondays, and so we pushed it to Tuesday. And uh, a couple times it's been late on Wednesday, and I don't, I don't know how to do scheduled releases on YouTube. I don't know if that's even a capability available to me. So it's whenever I get up and happen to market, uh, market public. But I, I will say that uh, sometimes those uh, those videos come out early on the Cartridge Club website. You can get to them yeah. from there. That's so, interesting. Just uh, something to keep in mind. Yeah, it's uh, and for any of our listeners who aren't uh, you know gamer heavy or whatever and afraid to check you guys out because you know you like to talk about video games, I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I, I don't know. It's just your natural play with each other, uh, play off with each other, and your personalities. <laughs> and uh, I think anyone could pick up your uh, weekly vlog and enjoy. It's only five minutes, so frick, give it a chance. Why not? Well, thank you very much. We we appreciate. It. We had a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun doing that. And Melissa really opened up when you guys started doing the five-minute jobbies. Like, you guys had your big uh, event videos, you know, your monthlies or your, yeah. you know, we just did this convention where they're 40 minutes or something, and Melissa was nice and quiet off the side holding stuff up. Uh, but the five-minute ones, she came right, uh, right into her own. It's really good. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's maybe one of our big regrets. I think of our other videos of our earlier ones is uh, she doesn't. Uh, she didn't. Maybe I didn't afford her the opportunity to speak very much. But but there was also a time where she was learning some of the learning some about some of the games. So she didn't. She didn't. She didn't know a lot about some of the stuff either. So she didn't have a lot to say. She was your Vanna White to your Pat Sajak. Uh, I know, I know. We had a we had a comment like that too, where somebody accused or or, or mentioned that we she was a Stepford wife, where she never <laughs> uh, never says anything. She's just there to to look. Uh, but yeah, we we you know, uh, yeah. So yeah, she she didn't talk very much at first, and hopefully she's she's getting to that more. And and uh, I didn't want to do the videos on my own, so we've always done it together, and it, it's been great because. She's learning about a bunch of stuff, and she's looking out for deals now for me, and looking at thrift shops, and getting into it a lot more than than just sort of a casual uh, a player. Yeah, I'll so, be yeah. honest. I'm uh, I'm actually envious of. Uh, it's really great, I think, that you can actually do this with your wife and, and include her in on. You know, you both have the same hobby and interests, and I know my wife doesn't really have any interest uh, in game playing, so it's. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It'd be great to, you know, we have our TV shows that we watch, but to yeah. have extra little things that, you know, you can go to the shows or do this or that, or like you said, she's always on the hunt for you. It's, mm -hmm. I think it's a great thing to have in a relationship. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. But uh, of course, now that she wants to go to the shows too, uh, we always have to find a babysitter or something for the kids. That's the only yeah. downside. That's Just true. till they get old enough. That's right. Yeah, and actually, my my eldest is, is she wants to go too. She wants to start going to these, and we've dragged them. I mean, we've dragged them to some of them, but she wants to go to PRGE sometime. But that's that's a multi day, and that's a long that's a long couple of days. Uh, so we'll we'll see how how she does with that. But yeah, it's fun. It's fun, definitely uh, doing those things together. Yeah, we were at the last <clears throat> the Waterloo show 
uh, me and Kevin and Sarah would remark at all these dads that were there who would brought their little kids with them, little toddlers and mm-hmm. little babies. And we'd be, see, it's, it is possible to bring your kids to these things. And they were fine. You know, they were happy. Everyone was having a good time. We're like, you know, no. eh, but you Joe could have brought his kids. It would have been no. fine. Yeah. No, not bringing them, huh, Joe? No, not bringing a four-year-old or two-year-old. Yeah, that could get tricky. Yeah, we we just placate them with with snacks and and tablets. Exactly. But, uh, it's all about the food. It can be tricky though, because you know they they run off, you know, and you know you get those sideways glances from people are like, "Hey, look after your kids," you know. But we brush that off pretty quickly because there's games to be found. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe won't even take him yard sailing with him. Like, uh, that's just crazy. Craziness. Yeah. I told you why, man. All those bathroom breaks that they do. No. No, man. You what was with a two year old? Oh, Jesus. We've all been there. <laughs> no, We've all controlled. No, there's you because you, you threw your kids in the car against their will, shoved Cheerios in their face, and that was it. They loved it. You put a diaper on them and said, just use the diaper. (laughs) They're disciplined. (laughs) Daddy's not stopping. They know when they can and when they can't. Daddy's not stopping. When they get to go out to to a sale, you know, they're often given free stuff because they're so cute. You know, they're given stuff to animals and stuff. They loved it. Loved the experience. Should try it. You're just putting this on because people are listening. (laughs) That's not what really happened. All right, Joe, what was with the uh, this cryptic text you sent me earlier today? No, not talking about it. Don't smile. Uh, I don't know. You just sent me a message about earning like 40 don't. bucks today. What Eric, happened? what do you want to talk about on the show today? <laughs> oh, I, have to, I have to decide. I don't know. I don't know. This is, uh, this is free form, right? Whatever comes up. Yeah, what would you bring to the table today? Boy, yeah, I was wondering. I almost asked. I almost asked you guys if there was something that uh, I was worried that you were going to want to talk about some new movies or something that I, you know, I haven't been to a theater in ages. Well, if I can recommend uh, a kid-friendly movie, Angry Birds was actually quite good. Oh, was it? Oh, I'll tell you what we just saw, uh, Joe. I know you you were interested in this that Peanuts movie. Yes. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, man, the animation is spectacular. Yeah, I gotta buy it. I just, to be honest with you, I just completely forgot about it. Yeah, so just, I will be. I will be buying it because I just I want to add it to my collection. But uh, I'm glad to hear that it was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It it was. I, I I'm not super familiar with Peanuts, but I am familiar. I mean, we watched the Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, all the time, and there were a lot of uh, throwback references and and kind of things to that. At least that that cartoon, hmm. uh, or that. Episode, whatever uh, that that show. Are you guys watching uh, Daredevil at all? No, you know I was just talking to Melissa about that. We watched the first episode, and for some reason, it didn't catch on with us like it did with Jessica Jones. But we definitely want to go back. So we've only seen episode one of season one, and oh, I okay. think season two is out now. Yeah, I'm on episode five of it, and uh, yeah, it's just as good as season one. So, but you're right, yeah. Jessica Jones. I I think I enjoyed season one of Jessica Jones a lot better. For some reason, and is I knew there a that, season two? I knew, not yet. There will be. Yeah. Okay. I, but I didn't know anything about her, or you know what she was about, or no, yeah. and uh, it just 
grabbed me right from the start and was excellent. Yeah. Bill and I started uh, two new shows recently that just started on <laughs> HBO. <laughs> yeah, you know about? what happened here, right? Do you know what happened? Who? We were professionally diverted off a main story. <laughs> the deflection was so professional and smooth, you just went right down the road with them. Yeah. I'm still trying to I reel this back. Because uh, right. Eric respects the bro code. Yeah, I don't want to be. In, I don't want to be involved in anything that uh, causes. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe a little tension between you guys is always pretty amusing. <laughs> there's, there's nothing to have tension about. There's nothing dishonorable or disrespectful or anything. I just want to hear how uh, I can make a little extra money to buy the odd game once a week uh, off the books. So anything <laughs> Joe can do to, to give me a hint. In any kind of direction, I'm not saying he's in some back alley somewhere giving some guy the royal handy or anything. I'm, maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe that is what's going on. He, why won't he talk about what's happening? We charge more than that. I don't know. Soft hands, I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bill, you're used to my massages at work. How good are my hands? Oh, you're too rough. Always with the rough stuff. Because you're so big. You're thick. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, didn't man. Think didn't think about what I just said there. So what? what is it, Joe? What, what, how much did you make? What was it, what $38? Two, the two shows that um, Preacher and Outcast. Right? Outcast started out. Did you, did you watch episode two the other night? Of what? Oh. Is it Preacher or Outcast? Preacher's on Sundays, right? Hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. No, I didn't watch anything that aired on Sunday yet. But uh, yeah, they were both really, really good. Uh, Preacher and Outcast. Outcast is on. Uh, I guess it's Cinemax for you guys in the states. It's showing up on HBO for us here in Canada. It's from okay. uh, from Robert Kirkman, who does uh, The Walking Dead. This is based on a comic book. Uh, his other comic book that he created by the same title. And it's, it's like uh, an exorcist kind of vein uh, about demon possession and all of that yeah. stuff. And preacher is written and directed by Seth Rogen and his writing partner, Evan. Is that right? Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm surprised by that as well. Is that a comedy? Uh, you know what? So far it's not. We've only seen one episode. Okay. And, um, you think it would be, but it was actually really, really well done. I was surprised. You'd think, you know, not that you don't think Seth Rogen is a, is a good writer or he can't direct. This is certainly a more serious tone, I guess. I probably rated along the same lines as in style as uh, true blood. Okay. No. No, but it's good. Well, no, but I just... <laughs> True Blood was good the first couple seasons. It's a lot of action. A lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, where are these people from? How do they come together? And it's all rounded out by little comedy pieces here and there. Like little bits of humor in their dialogue. So, it's really good. I recommend Sounds it. Like True Blood. What was funny in True Blood... The same type of stuff that was in Preacher. It was like a tongue-in-cheek, uh, dark, dark comedy. 
It was just a boar fest. I was just watching it, waiting to see some boobies pop up. Why do I talk to you? <laughs> uh, so we can bring up that, I guess, pretty big uh, death in the celebrity world. Uh, Muhammad Ali died. Yeah. Did that... Uh, that must have really reverberated quite a bit south of the border. Eric, did you hear? Was there lots of coverage of that? Yeah, yeah, there was. I, you know, I, I don't have too much to say about it. I don't, I don't know much about his career as a boxer, but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of, a lot of stories about it. I, I haven't read all of them or, or many of them, but yeah, big, big deal. There was a time where a channel launched here called, uh, I think it was ESPN Classics. And they were just showing all of the old heavyweight fights. Yeah, him and uh, George Foreman or mm-hmm. Frazier. Mm-hmm. Wow, those were fights. Holy mackerel. It, it, it's just two guys standing up, throwing haymakers at each other for as long as you know one person can take it. Yeah. They're incredible fights. Just incredible to watch. Uh, I, I could watch those fights. I can't watch fights nowadays. It just bore me. But those fights, I could watch the entire thing. They were great. And I remember as a kid, uh, one of my most treasured comics was this big oversized comic I picked up, I think at a grocery store or something. And it was Muhammad Ali versus Superman. Big oversized oh, comic. Where they uh, they get in a boxing ring together and uh, fight it out. And uh, Superman just gets super pummeled uh, because his powers are taken away. And uh, I have no idea what happened to that book. It bothers me to this day that that book just went missing one day. I'll bet. I'll bet. That sounds... I knew. I knew this is a special book. I got to hold on to it, put it somewhere safe. And man, where did that go? How long has it been missing? Oh, 25 years at least. Oh, okay. Okay. Not, <laughs> not recently. You misplaced it or anything. No, no. No. To it. Yeah. No. So, yeah. The, remember that cover with all the cameo drawings on the cover of, the, of all the people in the audience of the fight? There was cameos of uh, Telly Savalas and um, some presidents were mixed in there. Gerald Ford and uh, the artist put his own family in there. Oh, yeah. I think there there was uh, oh John Wayne, actually the artist. I, I saw an interview with the artist, and he said a lot of every face you could see on that cover was an actual cameo of a celebrity, but they couldn't get permission from everybody. So if it came back, they didn't get permission from this celebrity. He just uh, mocked up their face a little bit, added a mustache or bigger eyebrows or oh, something. Really? Yeah. But you could look at that cover. I, I remember looking at that cover just for the longest time, trying to see all the faces, you know, Lucille Ball and uh, wow. Alfred E. Newman's in there. Just every face really? is a celebrity. So if you're, uh, you know, have a little interest, uh, the Muhammad Ali story's got you going a little bit, look up that comic and check that out. It's cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, I will. <laughs> well, there's Joe again. He disappeared. <laughs> Well, you should watch the, uh, the movie When We Were Kings. Great backstory on uh, his fight with uh, Foreman and how it was set up. The whole behind the scenes and what led up to it and the strategy that he used in it and all that. When We Were Kings? Yeah, When We Were Kings. Okay. Very, very well done. That's a documentary? 
Uh, yeah, basically it's a documentary style. I forget when it came out. Maybe like, uh, geez, a while ago. But uh, yeah, you, you certainly heard of it. But you're right. When you mentioned ESPN Classic, yeah, they were. I remember them showing just boatloads of boxing fights and, uh, you know, Arturo Gatti versus uh, Ward. Their three fights, or you know, Sugar Ray versus uh, Hagler. And uh, certainly a bunch of Ali fights. Yeah. Good, good channel. Foreman was so huge. Like, they're just two just big guys. It didn't look like there was any strategy. They're just, I'm going to take a punch. You're going to take a punch. I'm going to take a punch. And they're so dead tired just swinging at each other. It's, wow. It's crazy. Two gladiators. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So, Eric, what, uh, what else you got planned for the week? Anything big? For this week, no. I'm, I mean, I can tell you about some boring stuff. Um, my sister's in town. She drove in from Chicago. We're going to see them and her husband for a couple days. We got a backyard project going on. We got some landscapers cleaning up the backyard for us, trying to get it cleaned up for the kids, put a play structure back there so they can, we can kick them out into the backyard, let them run around, burn off some energy. So that's something we're hoping to do. I mean, not this week, but maybe, you know, this summer. But we got the landscapers out there now. Uh, other than that, no. And I'm working and uh, trying to get some time in on the game of the month uh, for the Cartridge Club, which is Sonic. And I don't know. I think that, that about sums up the excitement of my life uh, this week. Working. When you have uh, company over... How long before to get them to join you in a game? Oh, you, you know, for a while to join in a game like a video game. Yeah, yeah. No, Mo I, look, I know. I mean, my sister, she <laughs> she doesn't play much. She does enjoy Streets of Rage on the Genesis, so maybe we'll uh, we'll play that. Generally speaking, though, when we have family or friends, guests, I guess it's mostly family. None of them really play. I mean, my brothers do. So if my brother came out, you know, we we would we would play games nonstop. But with my sister, with Melissa's parents or my parents, we're watching movies or TV. I I rarely play games when they're here. Do the folks yeah. ever give you uh, give you guys the gears when they see the collection? Oh yeah, constantly, Brownies. constantly. Yeah, you got to sell that stuff. You should be spending your time getting rid of stuff, not buying it. Yeah, you know, I get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> family is in even my sister was telling me you know you got to sell that stuff you shouldn't be buying get rid of it so uh yeah they're not they don't uh they don't they don't have the same appreciation for the collection that i do mm. but uh but my brothers play so that's that's cool that's fun uh, i put on a good little time with sonic last night for the first time in a long 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 time and yeah it's good times Brought back good Joy. memories. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Uh, the first Sonic game. I got to the uh, the Labyrinth level, you know, the water. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's, I think it was at that boss. I couldn't freaking get up there fast enough to the boss, and I died. And, uh, yeah. ah, it's enough for tonight. This was just yeah. a practice session. So, 
But uh, yeah, good times. Remember that as a kid when that uh, the sound came on when you're about to drown? That's, that's oh. always good for a kid to go through that uh, <laughs> bit of pressure. Yeah, I was yeah I was playing that the other day. I had used a level select code, but uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it because there's some uh, there's some mixed uh, mixed reviews of uh, Sonic. It's not uh, some of the other members haven't found it quite as enjoyable as you. Yeah, I don't. They're they're wrong, right? <laughs> they're wrong. They're just yeah, wrong. Because like I played the Donkey Kong Country last month and. This is way more fun than that immediately. Like, immediately I'm like, wow, this is so fun, and the jumps are so accurate, and the hit detection is so cool. It's right on. It's bang on. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm horrible at it. I've been playing it on the 360 where I can save state. There's no um, way I'd be able to. Those emeralds, those chaos emeralds or whatever, and those bonus stages, not a chance. There's no way I'm ever going to get those on the mount. Yeah. I have to save it at the beginning and try like ten times before I can do it. Yeah, that yeah, those can be rough. It's 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 I I, I do enjoy the game. Love the graphics, love the music. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's good stuff. I don't know. I Joey's gonna finish it. <laughs> of course. Am I gonna play it? No, I got. Uh, <clears throat> I was soured by last month's uh, Cartridge Club Game of the Month, so. Well, you were soured. You gave it 95% out of 100. <laughs> if it was 1994, yes. There you go. Yeah. Not in 2016. So um, I've never been a fan of Sonic. I don't like that style of gameplay. I, I don't find it enjoyable because I can't take in everything going on around me. It mm. just seems like you're just trying to rush through everything as fast as you can. So for me, it's uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't find it an, an enjoyable gameplay. Unfortunately, mm, that's too bad. I've never, yeah, I've never, I've never quite, I've never been good at going through the, the levels quickly. I always try to take my time and find every ring, and so I, I tend to play it like a norm, like a, I guess a traditional platformer where it's it's slow paced. But um, after sort of hearing about you know what people are saying on the forums about it, I'd, I'm curious. Maybe I'll I'll pick up a video or something and try to see somebody who really knows the timing and the, the fast paths and see if there's sort of a Zen state that can be achieved by, uh, by zipping through the levels. Yeah, there's, there's definitely speedy parts and there's parts where you got to slow down and yeah. uh, be specific. Could so. this be two bad cartridge club games of the month in a row? Mm. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no! It can't. Be. No. I, I enjoyed Donkey Kong at at the end of it. I was struggling for a long time at the the ice, the the snow levels, which I guess is a trouble spot for a number of people. But at the end of it, I I enjoyed it. I think this whole this whole summer of Cartridge Club games is is excellent. I mean, you've got Donkey Kong, you got Sonic, you got Majora's Mask. What's coming up in August? Shovel Knight. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's I gotta a great, get that. Uh, a great catalog of games, I think, coming up. But I'm 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 damn awful at Sonic. These platformers, I can't uh, I can't play these anymore. Or if yeah. I ever could, it's not clear I could ever play them. Well, that was my bread and butter when I got that Genesis. That, that's all I had was Sonic for the longest time. Sonic and renting whatever. So, and uh, I just love the idea of all you need is one ring to move forward and be safe. You just need right. one. You get hit, just grab a ring. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. So, I don't know. As a kid, I loved it. 
uh, Joe could just, he could try it. He could just do that. Try it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a 98 out of 100. Joe, do you have a Genesis? Do you have the ability to play Genesis games? Uh, I do. I don't have an official Genesis. I've got the, uh, what's that one, Bill? The at games thing? Yeah, the at ones. That thing oh, that really? Curtis has? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, I'll be bringing that to uh, to work to test it on my coffee break. Uh, <laughs> and that's how I'll get some Sonic time in next week. Hopefully, Joe will try it then. Joe will be my tails. <laughs> tails, yeah, everybody's a big fan of tails, isn't it? Uh, have you started Sonic 2 yet, Eric? No, no, I'm still trying to work my way through. I'm... <laughs> I like it. I'm still working my way through Sonic One. I'm not one of these who can complete the game, you know, on the first day or whatever. So, yeah, I uh, I played it over the weekend. I got to, I think I'm in the third area now. Um, save stated my way through the Chaos Emeralds, and uh, yeah, well, I'm just not very good. Soured on, if you get soured on one, just jump over to two and check that out because they really tightened the mechanics, you know, and added uh, a fast start to Sonic so you can spin yeah. jump as a start, so yeah. it really it help, helped a lot of the minor issues that might have been in one that people didn't yeah. like. Yeah, I've had them, you know, and Duke mentioned them too, you know, just the or you know running up the hill, if you don't have the momentum, you're, it's, it's slow going. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, I've heard they, they fixed that in two, but uh, I want to play through one. I've never, I've never gotten to the end of it. Uh, I want to give one a solid uh, attempt. Yeah, you won't move on unless you complete something, right? Yeah, I try not to. And in fact, it's, yeah, I, I was going to mention, too, that, you know, they're doing Majora's Mask next week, month. I'm probably not going to play that because I haven't played Ocarina of Time yet. So I want to play them in order, even though they're not really related. I, I play them in release order. Hmm. So, yeah, I'll play Sonic 1 first before I move on to 2. You know, you got to get that story. Yeah, you got to. Sure. You got to understand that story before you go on to two, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forget everything anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. No, it doesn't matter. It's no. Zero memory. But I keep forgetting. I got to look for that game. Shit, I do not have that one. Two. Majora's Mask. Oh, Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they have it. There's a couple of ways you can get it. I think you can get it on the N64 and. It's on one of the GameCube Legend of Zelda bundles, and I think it's on the it's on the 3DS also. I don't know if you have a 3DS, but yeah, yeah, I'd probably get it on the 3DS. Yeah, I did have that. I told you before, I had that triple Zelda GameCube disc at one point, and could not that's get right. that sucker to work. Oh, oh that's what right. The heartbreak. I'm sorry. I, I should have brought it up. I forgot. <laughs> I took it to more than one place to have it buffed and expertly analyzed because I got it at a yard sale for like two bucks and man, I was through the roof. I thought I won't hit the jackpot, but could not get that sucker to work. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, well, what can you do? Well, Eric, what can we say that that hasn't been said before? I think you said it all. I think think we've, uh, yeah, we've plumbed the depths of all interesting conversation. There's nothing else to be said. Well, let's get let's get some more dirty stuff ready for the next time we talk. 
Maybe Melissa right. will be more open with us next time we get Melissa on. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good idea. Yeah. Let her, let her spill the beans, and then then she won't be mad at me. <laughs> It'll be her fault. Eric, thank you so much. Mighty Q Dog. I cannot say how much this meant to us to have you on. I really appreciate it. We wanted you on for a long time. Just haven't had the right moment to get you on. This Paul keeps backing up our guest <laughs> schedule. So, well, thank you so much. I mean, this has been a thrill for me too. I, I've I've enjoyed listening to you guys every episode, and I'm thrilled to finally uh, be on one to one with you guys. It's everything I hoped it would be. Well, here we go. This is it. This is your opportunity. This All right, I get to say how the mighty. Can you do it? I get to. I, I was rehearsing. No, I wasn't rehearsing. But I've been waiting for this moment. Okay, are we ready? Here we go. Post it and post it. <laughs>